Welcome back, y'all. I'm happy to be here. I hope y'all happy to be here. This is uh, another episode of Convoy Conversations. We doing this thing in the morning. Uh, yeah. Because I got a lot of stuff to do. So I got to, like, knock this shit out. I got to go. I told y'all that, you know, my New Year's resolution for me was getting in shape. Well, it's always getting in shape. And I am literally going to try my best to cover my entire at least my upper body, if not my entire back too, with tattoos. So I'm going in today to this um to this tattoo place from uh, to meet up with this guy and see if he can work something out for my first tattoo. I ain't gonna say what it is because I want to see how he puts it together and see if it comes out right. But this is like my first legitimate time. Like, all right, I'm coming up with a tattoo idea from scratch and. I'm gonna see how it works out. So, yeah, I'll be on the lookout for that. Uh, what else I gotta do today? I really ain't got nothing else to do today. Man, I was supposed to go see the Batman, but that ain't gonna happen. I'm gonna go see it tomorrow. But I heard it's pretty good, so I'm gonna go check it out. Y'all know me, huge comic book fan, so I'm excited to see what this new Batman is like. Uh, yeah, and. I really ain't been doing nothing this week. Just been sitting in the house popping pills because of this goddamn surgery. My arm is like feeling a little bit better, but I still like take these these pills because it does get a little sore every now and then. But it's not like completely Im- immobile, if that's a word. Uh, but yeah, so but I still wear the sling to keep it like kind of in the position that it needs to be in because a lot of times it can't hold its own weight. And it still can't, like, do a full rotation on all the stuff that it's supposed to do. But I got my first, like, appointment on Monday to, you know, get a checkup to see how it's going. They're probably going to yank my stitches out probably. I don't know. But I've had them in for, like, maybe, like, a week and a half. So it'll be, like, almost two weeks by the time I get to go to that appointment on Monday. But, yeah, i just been sitting in the house working on this new pistol. Told myself I wasn't going to do, I was just going to do probably this pistol and I was going to buy this AR if it ever fucking comes out. But uh, making progress on this pistol that uh, I've been holding on to, well, at least the parts for it. Well, not the parts, but the start of it since like last fucking year. So I'm probably, so I'm finally getting around to it and it's coming, it's looking pretty nice from what it is. I posted a few pictures of it, but uh that's what I'm gonna start doing on my the the podcast Instagram, posting pictures on there instead of just posting screenshots of you know whenever a new episode drops. Just post the things that you know my podcast is into, uh, you know, just guns, army shit, culture shit, just like a huge mixture of all those things into like some nice pictures. Start finally start using these cameras that I have, and just producing like visual content for this podcast i'm also almost done with these hats that i've been fucking working on and one thing i learned is if you want to get something done if you have an idea start that shit on your own not necessarily like solely depend on yourself if you are have a business idea or you have these things that you want to do do not rely on other people to do them because for the longest and I know I promised other people the you know this product that I'm trying to produce but for the longest I have been relying on other people like to alleviate the hassle of me trying to start it make mistakes 
and start over and stuff like that. One thing I shouldn't have done was like promise people like, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, because I thought it was just going to be that simple to just like get in there and get it done. Like I want to do this and go in there and get it done. And it ain't been happening that way. What so fucking ever. Like I should have from the start, just like go get, you know, what knowing that I, I would have to spend all the money on all the equipment and stuff like that to make that shit happen. I should have did that shit from, you know, with this, business idea with these fucking hats that i had because it's been a hassle and a half jumping from this person to this person this person's not doing it right i'm gonna go to this person and i'm not truly understanding my ideas when i should have just learned how to do it and just went from there but what i tried to do was get ahead of that and was like all right i need the product to be put out and then i'll learn how to do it later when i should have just spent the time learning how to do it first and then put the product out so that's what i learned from this whole thing hopefully like I said, it should be done right now. They said fucking two weeks, and it's been a little over two weeks, and I've been giving them a grace period. But that's what also what I want to put on to the, you know my podcast page. Like, hey, you know, I got these ideas, these culture, these cultural ideas that I think is gonna pop, and you know, finally starting to put them in motion and relying on myself to do them. But. uh yeah, so like I said, I've been working on this pistol project since I ain't got nothing but time, and I'm sitting in the house, put this pistol together so I can, you know, also want to start shooting videos of me going out and uh, using the guns that I have, because they literally, like, I spent thousands of dollars on these guns, and they just, like, sit on display in my house, and that's nothing wrong with that, you know, I love a clean-looking gun, but I also want to use them and put them to work and see show people like the things that I put together or, you know, work and I have good ideas that I want people to see. But yeah, that's all I've been, you know, really doing. Um, uh, also, I've been watching a lot of shit. I've been watching so much shit. I've been running out of shit to watch. I literally was talking to my brother about it um, a couple of days ago. He's like, he, he know, he knows for sure. I've been sitting in the house cause he's been in a position before where he ain't been able to leave the house. And then my fucking just been in the house watching shit all day on TV to the point where I've run out of things to watch. I, I never thought that you can run out of shit to watch on YouTube, but it could happen. I for sure have run out of shit to watch on YouTube. I'm pretty sure there's other shit out there that I ain't seen yet that I can watch. But right now, on my TV right now, I'm watching something that I've probably already watched like two or three times in my life. And I just ran out of shit to watch. I've been watching fucking movies, TV shows, been going down all the good movies from the early 2000s, which is a really good era. Yeah, people don't do not understand. And I think people it's going to get to a... There's going to come a time where people start to say because i'm saying it is that i think the early to mid 2000s was better than the whole 90s i know everybody bigs up the 90s because we had you know a lot of things going on then but the earth the go back and think about the the mid to early 2000s from like 2000 to 2005 or six i don't want to go too far but that era from our culture to the way of life to just everything going on in black to do with black shit fire fire era in our lifetime and i say that it's better than the 90s not because i didn't i you know half the 90s i was a little kid and i really didn't get to soak in the 90s like everybody said for people that say like oh i'm a 90s baby 
you didn't get to experience the 90s you can't really say you can't really like claim that because you didn't experience the 90s half of the 90s you were a baby you know if you if from the 90s i was born in 1991 i did not experience the 90s like how an adult would have experienced the 90s you know what I mean? Like from time I was fully aware, like, oh, this is a popping era that I'm in. It was over. I was like nine, ten years old by the time the nineties was over. So I didn't really experience the nineties. I was a kid the entire time of the nineties. So I don't really go around and claiming, you know, oh, I'm a nineties baby and that this. I think that shit is like whack because you did not if you you know, claiming an era that you were born in. It's not really you didn't experience that era. So how could you say that, you know, that's the most popping era? When I can say the the early to mid two thousands was the most popping era for me because I got to experience that from a from growing from a kid to a teenager I got to really experience that I was watching TV seeing shit doing shit versus the nineties where I was just a little kid and I didn't you know I wasn't really outside like how people like I was outside you wasn't outside and all this nobody who was born in the nineties was outside in the nineties. Like, you were playing with other kids in the 90s, but you wasn't in the streets in the 90s. You wasn't listening to music like that in the 90s. You know what I mean? Like, it's a cool, it's a good-ass era, but in the early to mid-2000s is my era. But, uh, yeah, so I've just been watching shit on TV. Fucking, I've been watching the Kanye documentary, which is incredible, incredible uh, documentary. I think this is the best, to me, and I am not a Kanye fan. I do not listen to Kanye music. I do not fucking, oh, this is the hardest Kanye era. Uh, you know, this version of Kanye is the hardest Kanye. I don't think shit about Kanye. I don't even wear Yeezys no more. Well, I do wear the Yeezy Crocs, but I don't I don't fuck with anything pertaining to Yeezy. I'm just or Kanye. I'm just not a Kanye fan. I've said it multiple times. I don't know what everybody sees in him, but it took for me to watch that documentary to see what motherfuckers see in Kanye because that shit is hard. I had no idea, for one, that Kanye produced a whole Jay-Z album. Kanye was a producer before he was a rapper. Kanye, well, not I don't know if the word is producer, but just like a beat maker. I had no idea whatsoever that Kanye was struggling so hard to be a rapper and nobody took him serious when he first wanted to become a rapper. I had no fucking clue. And that shit shows you like the fucking from start to finish process that he was going through. And it's broken down to like this segment, this make this segment, this segment of what he was like each stage. And it's only like a three part documentary. I haven't seen the third one. Because y'all know me, I don't pay for streaming services, so I'm waiting for the bootlegs to come out. Bootlegs ain't put it out. It came out, like, yesterday on the 3rd. It still ain't out. Hopefully, it's out today. But it is fire. And I say it is fire because it literally shows you, like, that College Dropout album is a masterpiece. And I don't even, I haven't even listened to it. All I know is what was on the radio and what was on TV, which was Jesus Walks and Through the Wire. That's all I know. And I was watching it with fucking V, and V sitting there telling me that, oh, you know, it shows, (laughs) it makes you 
think that the the through the wire is so much more incredible. I was like, you do know that the person that he fucking got into a car accident with, he almost fucking killed them. I do not, people do not know that, but Kanye almost killed the other motherfucker that was in there. Like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, you know, his jaw was wired shut. He, you know, had a broken jaw, da da this. Go look up what happened to the other person that was in the other car in that accident. That motherfucker almost died. I think they sued him, too. Because this motherfucker's like, motherfucker, you're claiming all this fame and glory off this fucking, this accident and these things that you went through. Motherfucker, I am damn near paralyzed. What are you talking about? But, you know, the document, but like I said, the documentary or whatever it is, is a three part trilogy or something like that. I don't know if they specifically call it a documentary. It's incredible. It's a fucking fire. I encourage everybody to go watch it. It had me on a point where it was like, I'm about to go back and listen to some Kanye music from start, you know, from every album that he's ever put out. I've never really listened to a Kanye album to its entirety ever. You know, he's made good songs and stuff like that, but I've never listened to a Kanye project. And I mean, you know, I may have at one point. I don't know, but I can't recall. But uh, one thing I will say that I said, I think I said last episode is like what he's doing. I will say is what he's doing, like currently, presently is hurting people shedding light on solely that that fucking documentary because of just all the things he's doing in the media that I wish he wasn't doing but I mean it is what it is but uh still want to it made me want to listen to Donda 2. I feel like Donda 2 is going to be a hard project. I don't know I don't even know if it's out. I haven't heard seen any leaks about it. I know he only came out with it on the stem player. But I'm going to look it up today and I'm going to see if I can you know, listen to it. But I'm like I said, I also do plan on going back and listen to all Kanye's old projects because like I said, that documentary alone like made me a Kanye fan, just seeing everything that he went through. And I wanna see I wanna feel what everybody else feels about Kanye. So I'm just gonna do that by going back and listening to his music and seeing what you know like okay yeah now i see what y'all saying now i see why y'all say he's one of, you know one of the greatest because like i said that documentary alone was like damn now i see why y'all say he's one of the greatest is because you know this motherfucker went through literally put himself on while he was on because you know people only wanted him for one thing it was like nah you know and that shows you know it literally showed people something you know believe in yourself when other people don't believe in you really believe in yourself so that's that. And I also want to say, man, the Kanye new thing, she's bad. She is bad as fuck. Even though every time I look at a picture of him and her together, I literally, my brain for some reason, <laughs> registers that it is fucking Kim Kardashian because they look so much alike. And it, not when you really look at them, but when you look at them for a split second, when you're just scrolling, you're like, is that fucking Kim? But it ain't Kim. It's his new thing. Kanye be having the baddies. And I don't know why, you know, I mean, you know, when you care about your family, I guess. But fucking, when you got baddies knocking at your door, man, when you know, and you know good and goddamn well, these bitches, and I, come on now, these bitches don't want shit from Kanye, but, you know, either clout, fame, and money. Because let's be real, Kanye looks like he's fucking, he ain't 50, but motherfucker looks like he's like 55 in the face. And you mean to tell me these bitches want Kanye for Kanye? I don't think so. 
I, I don't I don't see it whatsoever. So, but yeah, Kanye be having some bad bitches around him. So I don't know why he just doesn't embrace that lifestyle. Like, man, just go out there and be you. Have fun. Like, you ruined the situation you're in, and now you're trying to reel it back in through fucking just ridiculous ways that I will to this day will not understand why he's going this route he's going like you know if you genuinely want to get your relationship back you know don't wild the fuck out and act a fool on the internet you know over the culture that you're involving yourself in you know what I mean like you know you outcast yourself they didn't do this to you you're doing this to yourself so just fucking accept it for what it is and just move on like embrace this lifestyle have a little fun you know do you and just move on, you know. You try, you put your best foot forward. It may have not been the best approach, but you tried. So just move on. Fuck some of these bitches that you fucking with and have have some fun. Maybe that'll do your mental health some good. Just wilding the fuck out, going out doing you, and just seeing where it goes. But like I said, the one he got right now, even though, you know, he probably gonna, probably going to be over in a couple weeks, just like the last one. She's fire. She's she's bad. I ain't gonna lie. I've been on her page a couple times. I'm like, damn, this bitch is bad. She also looks like Kim Kardashian. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh but yeah. So I always say I mean, you know, I what you know, I ain't gonna talk about this. But I am. Fucking cause it, it made me look at it in a different perspective is you know the whole russia invasion and i i almost gave a fuck for a second literally a second because i had made a post about you know a lot of what one thing that i people don't see they don't see the 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 real reality of the the war or war in general you know they just see that you know posts here and there about Russia invaded the Russia's this, Russia's that, Ukraine this, Ukraine that. But there is a part of the internet that y'all not seeing. And I encourage everybody who's not seeing it to go on places like Reddit and look up the the videos that can't be posted on Instagram. Of motherfuckers dead in the streets, soldiers, civilians dead in the streets from fucking this war that's going on. Or videos of shit getting blown up. Not just buildings getting blown up, but people getting blown up. People getting shot. Soldiers getting captured, killed. All type of shit. That real, the real fucking shit that if you were over there and you were in that shit, you'd, you'd actually see. Because people don't, people not seeing that. So they they making these, you know, having these opinions off of, you know, the things they're seeing. And they ain't seeing the whole brutality of this this war that's going on and like i said just war in general so i encourage people to go look at that shit you may not have the stomach for that shit like i do but go look at that shit so you can fucking truly see what the fuck is going on and you know then you'll then you'll know like what what war is like and you won't know what war is truly like until you're in war but for if you want an idea of what it's like go go look at the the uncensored videos, the shit that they can't post on YouTube, the shit that they can't post on Instagram or Facebook, and you're going to see, like, damn, you know, this is really fucked up. But like I said, I also almost gave a fuck until I seen Amanda Seals post this video, and she's always going to post, you know, the you know the real shit. 
the real fucking how she feels. She's one of those people that, you know, really going to post how she feels. And, you know, and I kind of agree. And, and I didn't kind of agree. I 100% agree with it. And that's what was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck about what's going on in fucking Ukraine. I don't give a fuck if Russia completely takes that motherfucker. You know, what I do care about is I, what I always care about. And it's, you know, my human side is, I you know, I do care about loss of life and stuff like that. I don't think anybody deserves to die in no capacity unless you're one of my enemies. Um, and that's just a whole nother story. But uh, I don't think any, you know. That's what I, I, you know, I do care about preserving life and I don't think that, you know, no war should be fought. We shouldn't be fighting these wars. Everybody on in this world should get along. But, you know, the reality of the situation is that that's not that's not reality. That's not possible. That probably won't ever be possible. But that's not my situation to give a fuck about. Why? Because there's so much shit going on in the country that I live in. There's so much shit going on in my immediate surroundings that fucking ain't changed and will not change. So why the fuck do I care, give a fuck about another country who ain't never did shit for me, who don't care about me at all, who don't know me, I don't know them, and it don't come down to that. But like I said, it comes down to fucking, you know, the, them motherfuckers don't give a fuck about us either. So why the fuck are we over there? Why the fuck are we showing all this fucking, this caring concern about people that don't give a fuck about us? And we got so much shit, we got so much shit going on in our own country. And on top of that, there's, you know, also footage and, you know, word. I don't know if it's true or not, but this is just from what I see that, you know, they treating black people just like how, you know, motherfuckers treat black people over here with no respect. You know what I mean? And we're providing all this support and this care and concern for, and we can't provide that for ourselves. I seen that, you know, they're talking about providing billions of dollars in, you know, aid and support for Ukraine. And we can't where where is that same billions of dollars in support for feeding the homeless? You know, putting it using those billions of dollars to eliminate, you know, debt from people that are in college. Where's those billions of dollars at, you know, creating these programs and stuff like that to completely eliminate and eradicate fucking poverty in our own country. Where is it at? And I say that, you know, that it's nowhere to be found here is because fucking, um, there, we, we gain, you know, the country don't gain nothing from that. The country truly doesn't gain anything from solving poverty because you all, for one, you know, I kind of understand because for one, you're never going to, it's always going to be people that fucking decide to wake up one day and not be shit. So, you know, why eliminate something, try to eliminate something that fucking these people made it, you know, kind of made of a choice. A lot of the people that, you know, are in, you know, poverty stricken situations made that choice to be in that situation, you know, so I kind of get that and understand that, but why, you know, what are we, you know, I can't wait to find out what are we benefiting from helping Ukraine? What are we benefiting from involving ourselves in situations with people in countries that have nothing to do with us? Because if you go back and look at the, you know, the, the reasons why Ukraine and Russia are at war, that's because of them. They ain't got shit to do with us. So why the fuck? Do we care like about their problems? We can't fix our own. 
You know what I mean? Like I've seen all these people, and then you know what made me upset the most is you've seen all these news, these news media outlets, you know, saying things like, you know, this isn't like we're talking about Afghanistan and we're talking about fucking, you know, we're we're not talking about these war torn countries. This is Ukraine. This is Europe, and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, first of all. They're ha- they've been at war for who knows how long. That's a war-torn country. They've been at war since the fucking 80s, since the collapse of the Soviet fucking Union. So how the fuck are you not going to tell me that it's a war-torn country? It's not a war-torn country. It is. You got to call a spade a spade. The only reason why Afghanistan has been war-torn for so long is because motherfuckers keep trying to go in there and take that shit. That country ain't ours to take or to fucking modernize and civilize. Let them do whatever the fuck they want with their country. We're over here across the water, thousands of miles away, and we're sitting over there trying to go over there and change their way of life. They don't want to be changed. Let them be who they are. So I don't understand, like, why they don't see that in Ukraine and Russia. Those motherfuckers are going to be fighting forever over, uh, you know, who they feel like should run that country or who they feel like should run both of those countries. Should they be a unionized country or should they be separate? Let them figure that shit out. We ain't going to drive Russia out of there. If the country that owns, if the country can't drive themselves out of, can't drive Russia out of there themselves, the fuck you think we're going to do by spending money, giving them the tools that they, they still going to fuck around and lose that war. Then what was all that money for? We spent all that money to do what? We didn't get anything in return, so it's kind of kind of makes y'all. If we ain't gonna, if I know for sure we ain't gonna get shit in return for that, then why not just waste that money on fucking the poverty issue here or the fucking hunger issue here, the job issue here, you know, the debt situation here? If y'all feel like it ain't gonna go nowhere, because guarantee you, like once they take that country, then all that money we are we've already wasted didn't go anywhere either. And you could say, well, at least we tried, but. I don't give a fuck. We didn't try shit. Anything short of fucking going over there and actually killing fucking Putin and nuking Russia, we didn't try. We didn't try everything. And like I said, America tried to involve themselves in the most pettiest ways without involving themselves. Because we know for sure. I don't know. I won't say that yet. But as of right now, America really ain't trying to fucking go to war, involve themselves in another war that they know just as well as I know, ain't got shit to do with them that they don't really benefit from because the shit that they trying to do right now is just, just, just petty shit. Like they fucking, you know, and it's not just the U S it's fucking the entire rest of the world that's involved in fucking NATO and United nations fucking dropped the fucking the Russian soccer team from the world cup. Uh, I think it was EA sports has removed the Russian team from FIFA and uh, they passed a law to stop selling fucking Russian vodka in the U.S. and shit like that. You got videos of people pouring out Russian vodka like they give a fuck. Please, bitch, we over here fighting a war, trying to take over this country. We think we give a fuck about y'all not drinking our nasty ass vodka. Fuck y'all. Fuck that vodka. We got big. This is what I'm saying. It was like motherfuckers be worried about the wrong shit. You think they give a fuck about us not drinking vodka? I haven't drank vodka since I was 19 years old. They know everybody, once they get older, stops drinking vodka. The shit's nasty. Who gives a fuck? They don't give a fuck about that shit. They over there literally dying every day 
and all we is over here is pouring out the vodka that we've already paid for into the drain. It makes us look just stupid. Or Apple suspended the sales of fucking over in Russia. Like, okay, we'll just use our own phones or whatever it is. You know, I don't, I don't understand. Like, you know what I mean? Like that shit just does not fucking does not fucking move them at all. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll stop invading this country if you know you give you stop. Don't stop selling us iPhones, bitch. Please, we'll make our own. But that, you know, that's that's the whole point of you know what I'm saying is like I just wish that we stop involving ourselves in things that we can't change and we can't control. Like that's not our country to change and control, or that's not our situation to try to change and control to come out with a better outcome. Because then they'll be even more mad at us. Like this wasn't our outcome that we wanted. This was the U.S.'s outcome that they wanted to happen. We don't want to stop this shit. We we want to take this motherfucker. So what the fuck we want to? What the fuck we gonna do? Do it because the U.S. wanted us to. Like y'all got your own shit to to worry about. And I and I and you know it pisses me off that people are just like so so amped up and so you know. They were like, yeah, you know, I can't, I hope that we die out of this. And I'm like, no, you don't. You do not hope that shit. You just talking. You don't hope shit. Until you get over there and you literally see that these motherfuckers will blow your head the fuck off. Just like you will blow theirs off. This ain't the fucking Taliban that we talking about. These are motherfuckers that have the same, almost same capabilities as us. And you motherfuckers think that you got you you about to for a second that it ain't gonna be some casualties on our end too, bitch. Please, I'm telling you, that ain't what you want. Motherfuckers are so comfortable with going to war with the fucking uh, Taliban because they know we they know they outmatched fucking with us. They know we you we know me, I know, in my position in the military, I know that I'm safe and secure. Going up against the Taliban. Bitch. All we got to do is get on the radio. If shit get too, get too bad, here come this air support. Ready to fucking level this entire battlefield. Until it ain't shit left. Oh, we ain't got that? Bitch, we got white phosphorus. For people that don't know, even it's people in the military that don't know what white phosphorus is and what it can do. Bitch, I know for a fact that fucking the Taliban ain't got that. But we do. Or I know for a fact that fucking I am safe and secure inside my armored vehicle. From the Taliban, unless, you know, we had an IED or some shit like that. But I know for sure that I won't have to worry about some anti-aircraft coming in this bitch and shooting down the Chinook that I'm on. I know for sure that I don't have to worry about somebody with a fucking. Tow missile. Fucking crow system, 50 cal, javelin, Carl Gustav, shooting that shit in my direction. I know that I'm the only one that's fucking, we're the only ones that have the fucking advantage on this fucking playing field. And that's all we talk about is just fucking making war an unfair match. Now, how do we make it an unfair match against the fucking Russians? What do we have to do next? 
Because all we've trained and all we learned how to do is make it unfair for the Taliban. And it's easy to make it unfair for them because they ain't got the same capabilities capabilities as us. But what do we do when we immediately jump off to some shit and they got that shit? And that's right. Like, these motherfuckers ain't ready for war. You, It's videos where fucking Russians getting captured and they crying and all type of shit on camera when, you know, they behind enemy lines captured. They recording videos of these motherfuckers crying. The motherfuckers ain't ready for war either. So what makes you think that you are? If you've never seen it, these people have never. It's people that have never seen it, and it's just it just acting, just talking the, the most shit about it, like they like they built for that shit. No, you have to go over there, survive a tour over there, come back, and then say that fucking you built for that next one, because your first one you ain't built for. I can tell you right now, my first one I wasn't really built for. It was my first deployment, fucking for at least the first like few nights. Well, the first few nights when I got to Afghanistan, when I was in Bagram, I, I, I felt like I was in the twilight zone. And I said that shit. I was like, I have not slept in five days. I don't know what to expect coming over here. Our plane ride over there, fucking, as soon as we got in the country, stopped in Kuwait. You hop on a fucking C, C-17 because you, you about to, it ain't even going to be no more commercial flights. You get on military aircraft now. Hopping on a C-17 and fucking, no, it was a C-130. That we that we got on, and that motherfucker doing donuts in the sky, because it can't come it can't come in and on a straight path, or else that you know, they just gonna fucking Taliban you know Taliban gonna get look at that shit as like oh you know they gonna come in this way this angle every time every time so all we gotta do is figure out how to blow that bitch out the sky, versus what they, what I experienced was this motherfucker going in the air doing donuts going all the way up spinning around and then coming down just just going to some unorthodox pattern of flight so it don't get shot out of the sky. So I'm like, oh, shit, this shit's real. I'm in Bagram, did sleep for five fucking days, and then fucking from Bagram going to my actual fob, which is a way smaller fob than Bagram, out there in the shit near the you know Pakistan border, and I just didn't know what to expect. And I left there, I left from Bagram, I think, on a fucking Chinook. So I'm just like, oh, I'm really going to this shit now. And it's 2 o'clock in the fucking morning, mind you. No, it's 2 o'clock in the morning when I fucking got there. I think it was like fucking, I don't know how long of a, a fucking Chinook ride it was, but it was pretty long. But fucking, you know, two, landing at 2 o'clock in the morning is piss black, and I don't know where the fuck I'm at. And for people don't don't know, like imagine, go back and think about Lone Survivor when they landed. They was like, we didn't know where the fuck we landed at. Fucking, it's just piss black. That's all we know. Well, they know where they landed at because they know where they were going. But for me, just, you know, a private, I was like, where the fuck am I? Slept with, a, slept with my M9 pistol underneath my, my pillow for the like, first few nights. I, I just didn't know where the fuck I was at. It just didn't, it, it was really sinking in. I was like, nigga, you in the shit. So like I said, that's what like it that's where it takes where you where you say you can you can say you built for this shit. When you know went over there, experienced some shit and the worst of the worst, and then you come back and then you get ready to gear up to go again. That's when you're like, Yeah, I'm built for this shit. And and you may not always be built for that shit then. Maybe, you know, you still got some type of feelings about it when you're getting ready to go back over there. Like, damn, I barely survived that first tour and I'm getting ready to go over here again. It could go completely, you know, it can go another way. But 
I don't know. It is. We'll see. We'll see how it play out. But right now, I, I, I hope we don't get involved in it. If they do, I don't care because I'm, I ain't deployable, and I ain't deployable for the foreseeable future. I don't give a fuck about going. I used to be like, yeah, you know, we getting ready to deploy it or this, but you know, I already made my stamp in history. I don't give a fuck about going. You know, I'll go if I have to, but I'm not like, yeah, you know, you know, I'm ready to go over there and shed some blood because. Yeah, that ain't my mindset. I got my mind on different things in life now. I've experienced enough out of the military. The military gave me enough experience. And hey man, I ain't it you know, first of all, the military don't move how I move how I used to move, where you know, you sending out small little units and da da this and like, yeah, you you literally meet the face of the enemy. It ain't like that no more. At all. So and we ain't we ain't fighting no, you know, urban city uh we ain't kicking in the doors of these people's homes. We meeting these motherfuckers on the battlefield. We meeting them in another country. This ain't their country. This ain't our country. We ain't going in. No houses doing no CQB. It's fucking everybody online. So I hope motherfuckers is prepared for that like they say they are. But anyways, moving on. I finally got my fucking taxes back. I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. Y'all can fuck with TurboTax if y'all want to. But y'all need to learn how to fuck with TurboTax. Don't find out the hard way how I did. If and when you get to the end of filing your taxes, pay for that shit out of your pocket right then and there. Do not opt to fucking pay for your taxes with your taxes. Pay for filing your taxes with your taxes. Because these bitch-ass motherfuckers was supposed to have been giving me my money. But when you opt to pay it with your taxes... They send that shit to a third party, and not only do you have to pay a fee from TurboTax, you have to pay a fee from the people that they send it to to give you your money. I think in a total, I paid over a hundred and something dollars in fees from TurboTax and this third party doing my taxes and giving me my taxes. On top of that. I was supposed to get over six grand back. I maybe got like $3,500. So where that other three fucking grand is at, I don't know. But they saying that maybe I fucked up on my taxes and that was just the IRS correcting my taxes because I did claim a STEMI check and I did get paid for my child tax credit. But last year I got paid through that monthly stimulus over the child tax credit. So maybe I fucked up. And maybe that was just the government like, hey, that's not what you're supposed to get. So I'm kind of not mad. I'm going to kind of let it go. But then again, I'm also going to look into that because maybe they fucked up. But hopefully that's not what it is. But I will say, pay for your fucking taxes when I'm doing your taxes right there. Because that's that's a little bit shady to me. They know, they know motherfuckers don't read that fine print. And I for damn sure do not read that fine print. But that was a lesson learned. When they offering to do some shit for you, always think it's some bullshit behind it. Always be like, nope, I'm going to do it this way. Thank you for offering, but don't do that shit. Because I promise you, it's 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 always a catch to it. It's always some bullshit, and they know you don't read that fine print. Do not accept the terms if you're not going to actually read the fine print. And they fucked up for making the fine print in the, 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 the terms of the agreement so fucking long. I don't want to read five pages of terms and agreement. It's That's stupid. But maybe I should. 
Maybe I should start doing that. And I encourage other people that if you if if you're not sure, read the fine print because you don't know what you're signing up for. I did that with another company, uh, with this um this video company that you know lets you buy these clips of you know scenery and stuff like that for this content I'm trying to do. I was under the impression that it was you know a month to month thing. You can cancel whenever you want. It's a hundred dollars a month, but fuck no. That shit is making me, I already fucking opted out of the fucking automatic renewal and they will not let me fucking cancel that shit. So now it's like I'm paying $1,200 for some shit I'm not even using. I am so pissed to fuck off because I don't know when the fuck I bought that shit. I got to get on there and see because it's just like you motherfuckers got one over on me. But kind of got to blame myself because I didn't read the fine print. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. So moving right along, spend your taxes wisely. Make sure you're paying off some debt. Make sure you're putting that money to good use. Don't just be out here like I got my taxes back and let me go wild the fuck out. Nope. Make sure you put that money to good use. It's time we as people start making wise decisions with our money. I know I am. I've been making wise decisions this year. Kind of holding myself accountable. I ain't even really bought no shoes. I'm so I'm I'm kind of happy about that. I ain't bought myself no shoes at all. I mean, I I had a pair of shoes come in that was supposed to come in. I was supposed to have been received from last year, but they came in like January. So I don't I don't think I really count that. And they may have came in December too. So yeah, but you know, all in all, I ain't really bought no shoes for myself at all. Uh, kind of thankful for that. I ain't been really buying no clothes. I just been in the house chilling. Really, I don't see no need to kind of buy no clothes. Really, I may buy something here or there, look at stuff, but you know my appetite for spending money, man, is at an all time low, and I'm pretty happy with that. Um, but yeah, there was something I wanted to get into, and I'm probably gonna wait to my next episode because I really want to talk about it. So we we kind of going to leave it on that is you know having not really being into making new friends and not really being into holding on to your friendships that you really don't need to hold on to you know because I come from a I've always had this idea and I've you know experienced this few times in my life you know genuine friendships and friendships, I feel like to me, are way more important than relationships to a, to an extent. Like you, yes, you need a healthy relationship, but if you don't want to be in a relationship, you don't want to be in a relationship. But one thing you always going to have is friends. You know what I mean? Like that's something that you absolutely need. And, you know, life is friends. You don't necessarily need to be in a relationship because a lot more comes with a relationship than being in a friendship. But I do think that there are some aspects of a friendship that are very fucking important. And, you know, when you're not getting those things and the same thing, you know, as a relationship. But, you know, when you're not getting those things in a friendship, you have to accept that maybe it's time to let that friendship go as much as you don't want to. And as much as you need that friendship, because I say, you know, I always say all the time that a friendship is very important to have and you need that more than anything in the world because a friend let's be real there are things that if you're in a relationship that you can't you don't you kind of are always going to be scared to say to your partner 
But in a friendship, you ain't got no problem saying shit and talking about nothing in a friendship. And it's 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 wild to say, but that's that's real. You ain't got no problem with going to your friends and talking about this person that you fucking with, you know, these things that you're going through, your family and stuff like that. You know, you you are that trustworthy of a friendship that you willing to expose yourself to anything, any and everything. Relationships is always kind of different. You know, it's always a little bit of the, it's always going to be a little bit of that hold back because of the person that you with. You know, what I mean, like you don't want to make this person look at you different and stuff like that. But a friendship, you know that that person ain't going to look at you different. So you feel like you 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 comfortable enough to expose it until you're not until you are shown that, you know, maybe this person isn't my friend. And I've experienced a little bit of that. And so that's why I was like, you know, I'm going to save it to the next episode because I want to, you know, give a full breakdown of it and why it is important to make sure that you have loyal friendships. And when you're not getting that and you've been shown countless times that you haven't been getting that, you got to let that shit go. Because that's when it comes to a point where, you know, everything that you shared with people in that friendship is for sure going to be used against you and even if you're not worried about that it's just like you whenever you question in the friendship whenever you've been shown that the friendship is not a friendship you have to let it go and that's some things that I've had to do recently in my life. And, you know, I didn't really want to speak on and it's kind of hard for me to speak on because, you know, like I said, like that's how much I cared about the friendships and the relationships that I had with these people. And only time showed me that I was the only one caring about it or only time showed me that I'm the only one that's truly respecting this friendship. You know what I mean? Like when you're the only one that's respecting the friendship, that's when you, that's another thing that it's time for you to go. Because this person ain't showing you the same level of respect that you show them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've been in situations with people where it it was no question. I smoke a nigga if they fuck with you. Or it ain't been, I ain't even had to say that. That's what, you know, that's my mentality. They know that that's my mentality. I've literally dead ass told motherfuckers to their face, nigga, I, I kill you if you touch this nigga. One, one of us gonna die and it ain't gonna be me. I can promise you that. Where I've literally, you know, been there in so many aspects of a friendship. And I'm not saying that those people haven't been there for me, but more times than often I was there for them than they was there for me. In a respectable way on top of that. And a without question. And that's one thing that I've been big on, you know, recently is just that, you know, if I got to do something. If I can do something without question and you can't do it for me without question, it's, you know, you either going to procrastinate, bullshit me, or you're going to straight, you know, straight up, no. But anytime you ask me to do something, you know, I'm there for you. I ain't fucking with you. Ain't no point in fucking with you because I'm using, I'm putting, you, you know, I'm off my ass in a moment's notice for you, and you can't do that for me. Or I'm put, I'm respecting this friendship. I'm not crossing these boundaries and these lines, and you doing that with me. You don't respect me as much as I respect you, so I don't fuck with you. Or you don't have this level of, you know, care that I I have for you, so I, I I can't I don't fuck with you. Or it's been plenty of times where 
you know, you you done displayed this bitch ass behavior to me. And and you know I gotta break down the fucking friction point in there. And you telling me and you and you, and you telling me you that's cool, or it's like it ain't even like yeah. You, even if you don't you know it ain't cool, you done done it over and over again. I was like all right now, you know it, it it's come a point where it's a you, you choosing to be that way. So I feel like you know how you know you don't you don't give a fuck about this friendship like you say you do because you choosing to be this way. You choosing to be this individual. You know what I mean? Like, I, I seen some shit where they was like, you know, red flags exist in fucking friendships, too. And that shit's true. And, it, and you know, it sucks to say. It's sad to say. And I'm not mad about it. I'm, I ain't got, you know, nothing terrible to say. Even though I do get it, you know, in my ways sometimes when I'm alone. That's just like, damn, you know. I didn't really want to lose that, you know, friendship that I had. But it is what it is. So... You know, like I said, I'm going to speak on it. And, you know, if I feel like I got to, you know, say names in it, then, you know, I will. But like I said, nothing nothing I say or nothing I do moving forward in my life is meant out of disrespect. And I don't want people to take that as just, you know, you know, that's a diss to them. I'm disrespecting them. But, you know, if you feel that way, then you more than welcome to come talk to me. But, you know, if you if you feel that way and you go talk to somebody else about it, then, you know, evidently I'm not wrong in nothing I'm saying. Cause that's what a lot of people do too. You that you gotta recognize. If somebody feel disrespected, if they truly feel like they disrespected, they gonna come talk to you about it. They gonna come. They gonna come check check the temperature and see what's up. Cause they want to get to the bottom of it. But if you if you if you feel disrespected, and you go talk to somebody else about it instead of confronting that person, it gotta be some truth to what that person's saying. And that's 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 a fact. Because what's holding you back from confronting that person and addressing the situation that you have with that person? Nothing. That person ain't fucking you. You claim you ain't scared of this person. You claim that fucking nothing you have done is wrong. So address that shit. Don't go talk to somebody else about it when especially that's a part of the problem is you going to go talk to other people about a situation I got with you. And you're going to go talk to somebody else about it. But you're supposed to be my friend. I'm the one that's wrong. And then, you know. And that other person got to uh, we got to start checking that shit, too. When somebody come to you and talk about something, a situation with somebody else, I'm like, why you ain't go talk to that person? What you talking to me about it for? What's you sitting here in my face discussing y'all business going to do for you in y'all situation? Okay, that's cool. You can come talk to because that's what friends are for to talk about situations that they got going on. But what are you going to do about it with that person? If you ain't going to do nothing about it with that person, then you the problem. Evidently, you the problem, especially when you get asked that. Well, have you said something to this person? No, I ain't said that. Then you the problem. Evidently, you don't want to hear where you were in that situation. You're the problem. Evidently, you don't want to be told that you wrong. So maybe you should look at that aspect of it, too. Not just want to go rattle off to somebody else about it to make you feel better about it, because that ain't going to make you feel better about it. That's going to piss that person off that you're talking about. And that's going to make you continue to be at odds with that person. And even if y'all have, because like I said, a part of me talking about it now, because I have, you know, talked to certain individuals about like, you know, where, you know, hey, where I feel 
shit going wrong in this this friendship in this situation. And it's just like I said, over and over again, I got showed that fucking I don't think I'm the problem when I'm the one addressing it. I don't think that this on me at this point, and maybe this ain't the situation for me. And it is what it is. But like I said, moving forward, it make you kind of, you know, it make you kind of question, you know, future friendships and stuff like that, because it make you realize that not not in, in every situation, everybody ain't your friend. Literally, everybody ain't 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 your friend. Everybody ain't here to be your friend. Everybody here because they want something from you. Because they, you know, you provide something for them, and you know, to a point where you ain't providing that for them no more. Then you know, that's when they, that's when the real them start to come out. But like I said, it, you know, it ain't no hard feelings and nothing. You know, I would like, I, you know, I will speak on it, you know, next episode or whenever I get the, you know, the, the true, the true heart to speak on it. Cause like I said, I, I got to a point where I was done speaking on shit publicly, but you know, I felt like, you know, it should be talked about cause this is something that, I mean, everybody goes through and maybe they going through it and they don't realize it. It's not, like I said, it ain't for me to speak on my personal business, but it's for people to relate when I talk about things on here, but, um, you know, it's just to put that, you know, out there. It's just the, the whole purpose of it is talking about friendships, PTSD from friendships, you know, good friendships, genuine friendships, and, you know, toxic and negative friendships and, you know, friendships for a purpose and friendships for, you know, I, I actually, only care about the friendship i don't need i don't want nothing from you just your loyalty and your friendship that's what i'm using that as a that's what my main purpose for that episode is just to talk about friends and the whole reality of friendships good and bad but man that's all i want to talk about we had an hour I got things to do. Got to get up and drive my ass way the Pueblo to this tattoo shop. Hopefully, I get some progress made here. I'm excited. I ain't got a tattoo in a minute. I don't know when's the last time. I, I think last time I went and got a tattoo was my Nipsey Hustle tattoo. And that was like 2020. Yeah, 2020. So, it was a long time coming. I got to finish this up because right now I don't even I don't feel comfortable with the tattoos that I have. I just feel like they're just so incomplete that I have to just... You know, I don't want to just gap. So I, the only logical thing to do is to cover my entire body. And I'm going to do that. So be looking out for that. Uh, thank you for listening. Hey, listening to me pour my heart out on here. Uh, I appreciate y'all. Please share my episodes. They're only going to get better. Um, almost in a comfortable state of putting visuals to it. I'm starting to put more different kind of visual content together. And we'll see where it goes. But uh, I appreciate y'all for listening. We will see y'all next week. Uh, It's been another episode of Convert Conversations. Peace.